All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another rendition of the Locksmith Podcast, hosted by yours truly, John Bonchorno. Uh, follow me on Twitter at UFC underscore Locksmith. Um, so we got UFC 275 this week, the Shara versus Prohaska. I'm sorry for the late uh, the late post of this podcast, but I've been busy all week. I have work in Manhattan, and I work in New Jersey, uh, or I live in New Jersey, so I was kind of busy, um, but I didn't really get you know shit done. I felt good, but... Um, you know, I, I gotta upload this video, I promised you guys I'd upload, um, so last week, just a quick recap, uh, Volkov vs. Rosenstrike, massive week, 13.25 units, we hit our best bet, Volkov of Loyal money line. we hit our smart parlay at plus 250 for 1.75 units of risk, I think we hit it for like 4.4 units, um, and our straights went really good, so no complaints about that, definitely one of my better weeks I've had, um, but we move. And we move on to UFC 275 taking this place this week in Singapore. Um, and it's a good thing I did this episode today because Manel Cap and Rogerio Bontorin had their fights canceled because Bontorin had problems with weight cut. Um, one of the fights I was looking most forward to on this card, so it sucks. Um, I had Cop by knockout. I had Cop money line. I had Cop in my smart parlay. I had to fucking switch it all up over again. Um... But that's what you get when you bet UFC. Um, and once again, if you want the card, it's it's five dollars because I was up uh, last time, uh, last week I was up, so I charge five dollars. All costs go to UFC Fight Pass, so I can watch tape and and whatnot. And I also have to pay uh, twenty bucks a month for this podcast to be able to post it. So it goes to that. If you don't want me to lie to you guys, um, that's what it goes to. Um, but yeah, let's get this started. Uh, 11 fights this week on the pay-per-view card is fucking pathetic. Um, the UFC just has to do better. And this is a pretty weak pay-per-view card, if you ask me. Definitely probably one of the weakest of the year. But enough complaining, enough bitching, enough moaning. Let's get on to it. Uh, Ramona Pascal, Jocelyn Edwards. Uh, Edwards coming in at minus 165. I will be taking the favorite in this fight. Um, I just think she's better. She's fought, you know, decent competition. Uh, she's 26. She's relatively young. She is two and three in her last uh, in her last five, but her opponent is six and three overall. She lost her last one against uh, Josiane Nunez. Yeah, that was in her UFC debut. Uh, she's thirty three. Trains out of Syndicate MMA. I just think Edwards is better here. Uh, you know the striking numbers are similar, but I just think the competition that Jocelyn Edwards has faced is gonna, you know, prove to be. Uh, Proved to be worthwhile here and pay dividends for her. Um, so I think she's going to get this win. I'm going to go by decision because it's a women's fight. Uh, none of them are finishes. So that's going to be the uh, prediction here. Uh, Liang Na versus Silvia Gomez Silvana Gomez Juarez. Uh, like I said, most women's fights, I like unless I bet them, so wink wink to the last one, I don't really care. Um, and this one I did not bet. So I'm going to give you guys... I'll say Silvana Gomez-Juarez uh, here. I really don't care. Um, it's whatever. Uh, you know, minus 130, sure, like, I'll pick her. Because I do think she's a better fighter here. But at the same time, I, I, I couldn't care less about this fight. Um, so I'm just going to move on to the next one. Uh, Kyung Ho Kong versus uh, Dana Becquerel. I'm going to go with the underdog here at plus 115, uh, Kong. I think he's actually pretty good, and like, Baccarat had a good, uh, you know, a good little stretch, and then he got knocked out bad, 
uh, at UFC Columbus by, I believe it was Chris Gutierrez, I want to say. Um, and I think that that, like, getting knocked out like that usually has a, you know, pretty lasting effect. And Kang, yeah, he lost to Ronnie Yaya in his last fight, which is, you know, kind of embarrassing. Um, yeah, this is a fight between two low-level guys, but I'm going to go with Kang by submission here. Um, Baccarel doesn't really have a great ground game. He's never lost by submission, but he also hasn't fought really good guys. He only has two submission wins compared to his eight TKO wins. I think this is going to be one of those ones where it's, you know, if the fight stays standing, Baccarel's going to win. If the fight goes to the mat, Kang's going to win. So I'm going to go with the wrestler. I'm going to go with the underdog here, plus 115. Uh, and trust that he can get those takedowns and, and find a submission. All right, next up we got uh, Brendan Allen and Jacob Malcoon. Brendan Allen being minus 300. I believe that price is warranted. Um, you know, Malcoon we saw in his debut get absolutely starched by uh, by Phil Hawes in about, what, 18 seconds. Then he goes out and beats Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. Uh, not a bad win, but the way he did it is not going to work against Brendan Allen, who has great jiu-jitsu. Then he beat A.J. Dobson, who is not a good fighter. Um, Dana Wake Contender Series debut against Malcoon. He wins that one by decision. Uh, I think that he loses here by submission to Brendan Allen. I think Brendan Allen's better everywhere. Um, you know, you look at the guys he's lost to. Sean Strickland, really, really good loss. He beat Carl Roberson, beat Punaheli Soriano, beat Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey loss is not good, but the other two are good. And Chris Curtis, he lost to. But Chris Curtis has put a, you know, made a good name for himself. Um, and 5-0 in his last five against, you know, Phil Hawes, Carl Roberson. Brendan Allen, so good fighter. And I think Brendan Allen gets this done done by submission. I think Malcoon's going to try and take him down. I think he's going to get caught in a guillotine. I'm going to say Brendan Allen. And he's been training over at, I want to say Sanford MMA or ATT. I know he trains with Shavkat Rachmanov because he wore the uh, the cool hat. He could even knock him out too, Malcoon. I, I, I think Malcoon's going to be tough though. I think he's, you know, I think he's going to probably get into the second round and then get choked out. So yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Brendan Allen. Good Good jujitsu, good submission skills. Brendan Allen by submission, guillotine, second round. Um, okay, Steve Garcia versus Machete. Machete, Machete, I don't know how to fucking say this name. He's Chinese. You, you could take it out how you want it. Um, okay, UFC debut for this Machete kid. And Stevie Garcia has been in the UFC for a little bit. Uh, he fought Luis Pena, I want to say, the Italian, and lost. This is a brutal fight. Holy shit. Uh, I, I'm not even going to give a pick for this one. I, I don't care. Uh, Steve Garcia is minus 180. Uh, he, he's fought in the UFC before, and so I'll fade to meet uh, the Dana White Contender Series alum. I'll go with Steve Garcia, but like I said, I'm not touching this one. So I can tell you guys that even though the card's not free, I'm not touching this card or this fight. I couldn't care less. This is a piss break for me. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess Garcia. Alright, uh Sung Wo Choi versus Josh Kulibao. Uh Sung Wo Choi minus two forty. Um This is interesting because I do think Choi gets it done. He's fought, you know, Alex Casera, Juliana Rosa. He's been in the UFC for a while. Um, whereas Kulibao he drew with, you know, Charles Jordan. Lost to Jalen Turner. That's a really good loss. I can see this fight being really close, guys. You know what? I honestly... So I think that Choi is going to win the fight by split decision. But in its, as a betting perspective, I might put something on Kalibau now. 
because I didn't even look at this fight really. I was gonna handicap this card, but I think I might take uh, Kulibao for like a half unit or something at plus two hundred. I think the return on him is actually pretty good, and he's fighting you know close to home. So is uh, Choi, but. I kind of like this one. Um, I kind of like him at plus 200. It could completely backfire. It's a half unit. I may do it. I may not pull the trigger. Um, but yeah, for now, I think Choi's going to win a split decision, but I think it's going to be really close, and I don't think the price tag is warranted on that one. All right. Main card here. Um, Jack Della Maddalena and Ramazan Emiv. Um this kid's got a lot of hype behind him, Jack Della Maddalena, and I'm going to ride that hype. Uh, I took him in his last fight at UFC 270 against, I want to say, something Rodriguez, and he hit. Um, he knocked him out in the first round. I like this style a lot, actually, and he is 11-0 in his last 11 fights, 11-2 overall. He lost his first two fights back in 2016, so we can see he's gotten better. Uh, this is easily his toughest test, though. Uh, Ramazan is pretty good. Um, beat Sam Alvey. Not a good win. Um, you know, I, I beat Soltsay. That's not a good win either. Lost to Danny Roberts. Yeah, guys. Um, this He is a good fighter. He's 35, though, so you question the age and you question the gas tank and the, the chin at that age. And I think Della Madeline is actually somebody who could, who could become a ranked guy. He's 25. He's young. Nine, nine knockout wins for Della Maddalena, and I think he gets the double digits. Uh, he's actually an exciting fighter. So yeah, I, I'm going to go Della Maddalena here. He's minus 160. I'm going to take him by knockout, maybe. Um, I, I think he's... Yeah, I'm going to take him by knockout. Uh, that's the prediction here. Della Maddalena by knockout. Um, you definitely get a decent return on that one as well. Next up, we have a fight that just got moved to the main card. Uh, Andre Fialyu. And Jake Matthews, this is a very, very, very tough test for Fialio. If Fialio can get a knockout here, I think he could really turn himself to, you know, a star. Look at, you know, knocked out Miguel Aiza, knocked out Cameron Van Campos in the first round, lost to Michelle Pereira, close decision. Um, but Jake Matthews, on the other hand, lost to Sean Brady by sub. That's a really good loss. Um, beat Diego Sanchez, but he's you know he's been in there with Kevin Lee, James Vick. Granted, a long time ago, you know, but he beat Lee Jing Liang. <sighs> he's only twenty seven years of age. This is tough. Um, if the fight gets out of the, if it goes over one and a half rounds, Fialiho will not win. Because Matthews by plus 800 is a play I was looking at as a straight. And then Fialio by knockout is obviously popular. Um, so I'm going to give like a dual prediction. I'm going to say if the fight goes over one and a half rounds, Matthews wins by decision. If the fight ends in the first round or the first half of the second round, Fialio will knock him out. So that's going to be the play or the prediction there, I guess. Play that as you will. All right, now we get to the good ones. Uh, Zhang Weili, Yoani and Jacek running back the best women's fight in mixed martial arts or UFC history. So I can tell you guys right now, um, I'm going Zhang Weili. I think Zhang Weili is um, a really, really exciting, electric, fun fighter. And over the course of three rounds, I think she's going to be able to, to you know, 
she's more powerful than Joanna. So I think she's not going to be as conservant with her energy as she was in the first fight with that being a five-rounder. And you look at the girl she's beaten. Joanna, Andrade, Tisha Torres. Those are three like fantastic wins. And then lost to Rose, who is my least favorite fighter in the UFC now. I, I fucking hate Doug Rose. Um, I think Zhang Wei Li gets a finish here. And and Joanna and Jacek hasn't been uh hasn't been active. You know, you look at her last five fights, right? She beat Tisha Torres in a unanimous decision. She beat Michelle Waterson, but she also lost to Valentina, Nama Yunus, and Zhang Wei Li. But she's been in there with everybody. But I just don't know if she has that drive that she used to anymore. Um, you know, she was a great fighter. She was an amazing champion when she was the champ. Fantastic champ. But I just don't think she's got it like she used to anymore. And I think Zhang Wei Li has really come into her own. And I think she's I think she's gonna get the title again from Carla. I think she's gonna win this fight and win against Carla, and I think she's gonna be the champion. And I like watching Zhang Wei Li fight. She's she's really damn good. Um you know, I think her output is similar to Andrade. I wouldn't say she's a better, you know, volume striker. But I think she hits a lot harder. She could take you down. Um and you know, there's a stat. It's like seventy percent of the time, there's a rematch. The girl who or the guy who won the first fight wins the second as well. And I think Zhang Lili is going to win this one. Um, I don't know if she's going to finish her, but it's not going to be as good as the second fight or the first fight. I can tell you that right now. But I do think that Yuana's going to have her moments, but I just don't think I could see her putting Zhang Lili away at all. And I could see Zhang Lili putting her away. Zhang Lili is better really everywhere than Yuana except for output. So because of that, I'm going to go with Zhang Wei Li, the favorite at minus 155. I think this line is ridiculous. She should be minus like 220 if you ask me personally, but I'm not an odds maker. I just simply take advantage of the ones that I see as bad. This is one of them, Zhang Wei Li money line. Let's take it to the bank. Next up, Valentina Shevchenko versus Tyler Santos. Shevchenko coming in at her usual price around minus 600. <sighs> um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, when you beat Jojo Calderwood in your last fight, and, like, Roxanne Mataferi, Jillian Robertson, you know, Meatball Molly, I mean, why would I pick you to beat the bullet? You know, like, that's you beat, you got your title shot against Jojo Calderwood. Let that sink in. And then you're going to go and fight Valentina Shevchenko? Yeah. No. Um, Valentina's going to win this fight inside the distance. Look at Valentina's run. Um, so she lost to Nunez twice. But since that first Nunez loss, besides the second Nunez loss, she has fought and beaten Holly Holm, Juliana Pena, Priscilla Cachoeira, Joanna Janjacek, Jessica I, Liz Carmouche, Chaylin Kuchagian, Jennifer Maya, Jessica Andrade, Laura Murphy. Um, yeah, guys, Valentina's finishing this one inside the distance. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all you gotta say. Um, she, in my opinion, is the greatest woman's fighter to ever fight. Um, I think she got robbed against Nunez the second time, and I don't like Nunez either. So maybe there's a little bit of bias coming into that, but 
I'm gonna go Valentina. I fuck with the bullet so much. Um, she's so fun to watch, and she's just the better than everybody else. And she's just one of those ones when um, Santos has power, but Valentina doesn't get hit, guys. Um, I, I like I cannot see Valentina Shevchenko losing unless it's to somebody like generational. And Tyler Santos is not generational. Valentina Shevchenko by finish. Um, that's definitely the way to go here. Uh, she's just. You know, better everywhere. Once again, like we saw with Andrade. Andrade said, you know, Valentina has bad wrestling. I'll take her down. Next thing you know, second round of that fight, Valentina's got her in a crucifix, elbowing her face off. Fight gets stopped. Valentina against Jessica I kicks her head off. Uh, against Lauren Murphy, just beat the shit out of her. Against Maya, did what she needed to do to win the fight. Um, against Jukagian, beat the shit out of her, knocked her out. She's awesome. She's finishing this fight, probably by knockout, but I could see a sub, too, if she gets it to the mat. But maybe she'll just bully her, knock her out. I don't know. But Shevchenko, 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 Shevchenko is the play all day long. I'm going to pick her until she loses because she doesn't lose. All right. Main event time. Glover Teixeira, the champion, coming in as a plus-175 underdog, as which is crazy to me how he's an underdog again. Against Yuri Proashka, minus 210, the challenger. This fight is going to be really good for as long as it lasts, and I don't think it's going to last long. Uh, Yuri Prohashka has two UFC wins, both brutal knockouts of Dominic Reyes and Volkan Uzdemir. Glover Teixeira has been here. He's fought everybody. He captured the belt in his last fight against Jan Blachowicz uh, back in October. And in the run to the title, he beat Carl Roberson, Ilan Kutalaba, Nikita Krylov, Anthony Smith, and Tiago Santos. He's also been in there with, you know, Cannoneer, Gustafsson, Serkinov, Gory Anderson, Rumble, Rashad, OSP, uh, Bones, Ryan Bader, Rampage Jackson. He's been in there with everybody, pretty much. And if I went back and watched the Dominic Reyes fight versus Yuri multiple times, and there were... This is my problem with Yuri, right? He fights with his hands down. And, like, Dominic was able to take him down. And Dominic gave him a run for his money. Like, I was talking to my roommate about it from college. And he was like, oh, yeah, Yuri knocked him out and beat the shit out of him. And I and I watched the fight with him again. And I was like, no, watch it. Like, that's not how the fight went. Um, and he was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize Dominic hit him that many times. Like, Dominic had him wobbled. Um... And, you know, you look at Glover's last few fights, they've kind of been flawless. Besides the, the uh, Tiago Santos fight, he got wobbled, but then turned that around and subbed him. Anthony Smith was dominant. Uh, Jan Blachowicz, dominant. I think that these guys don't understand how good Glover is, and I can't believe he's being an underdog again, a 2-1 to dog almost. So I'm going to go Glover to Sherry here, guys. I'm going to take him by submission in the second round. I think... Uh, Prohashka is going to swing and miss a lot. I think Glover is going to make him miss. I know he's had problems with head movement, but it's going to be such a good fight. I could see Prohashka knocking him out. I could see Glover finishing him on the mat. Um, I think it's going to be a you know stylistic matchup and who, who takes advantage of their style best. But for right now, I think it's going to be Glover. He's been here longer. He's done that. I think he wins this fight and honestly retires. Uh, I think he wins the fight and you know hangs it up. Goes out on top, um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Glover here. I think he, he's just got what it takes. You know, he's got what it takes. He's been here. Prohashka, I think, is a future champion, but I just think right now it's Glover's time. 
I think he goes out on top here, you know, rides off into the sunset. Yuri, um, you know, if he can if he can stop the takedowns and neutralize it, I he might murder. Uh, he might murder Glover. Like I'm not even kidding. If he can stop that from happening, and I could see it really going either way, but I'm gonna trust Glover Teixeira because he's a champion. He he knows how it's like to be in there for five rounds. Yuri really doesn't have that, you know, with that with that level of caliber of competition. Great kickboxer, but I just don't know if he's gonna be able to do it against a guy like Glover Teixeira. Um, the Uzdemir loss hasn't aged well. The Reyes loss. You know, or the Reyes win, my bad. Um, it's not that that Leos has an A as well because Reyes hasn't fought since then, but Reyes is now on a three-fight skid. Um, and Jan Blachowicz knocked out Reyes. Prohoshka knocked out Reyes. And Pr- Blachowicz performed better against Reyes than Prohoshka did, and Glover subbed. And MMA math is weird, but Glover subbed Blachowicz. I think Glover's going to sub Prohoshka. So that's the play. Second-round submission for Glover Teixeira. And still, and then he will retire. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope we cash this week. Once again, if you want the card, this week is going to be $5 because I was up last week for my policy. It's at UFC underscore locksmith. Just shoot me a DM. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, I'm excited for this card. You know, I'm excited for the top three fights, really. It's not that good of a pay-per-view card. But once again, let's do it. Uh, let's make some money. Let's you know we were up thirteen units last week. Hopefully that's the start of something nice. You know if I can be up like five units again, I'd really take that. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a good uh, a good you know next week, and I hope that the fights are really good. And I hope you guys watch them because MMA is such a great sport to watch, and I really try to get people in it. So uh, yeah, have a good one.